Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book I'm Not a Numbers Person by Dr. Selena Fisk. Keep listening to find out why it's not just about the money, honey. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week is the book I'm Not a Numbers Person by Dr. Selena Fisk. And I'm back after three weeks in the UK. I did just now when I was starting to record this. I was <laughs> hit record and then I thought, oh, what do I say here? <laughs> it's completely forgotten who I am, what I do and everything else that you often forget after a bit of a break. I'm glad to see that you have been listening and enjoying the episodes with Madeline Dorr and with Adam Ashton, the interviews that I shared over the last couple of weeks whilst I've been away. I'm feeling very refreshed after my little holiday. Uh, I've been a bit, a bit of a shock to the system as I came back and Melbourne has had some kind of Arctic freeze happen to it. So I thought, lucky I've still got my fingers and toes really because the last few days have been a bit chilly since I returned. But I'm back. I've been doing a little bit of reading while I've been away. Not a huge amount. I actually don't like reading, even though I've had done, done two very long flights. I've forgotten how long long flights are as well. That's something else that's a bit of a shock to the system. The thing I don't really like doing on flights is reading, weirdly. But I did listen to some audiobooks. So if you sign up for the Bookmark newsletter, if you're already subscribed to the Bookmark newsletter, thanks. You will see in your inbox this week a little roundup of my May reading. A couple of audiobooks, one fiction book actually, I listened to this month whilst I was on planes. And also three regular type books that I have been reading on the non-fiction category that I will tell you all about in this week's newsletter. If you haven't already signed up, you can do so right at the top of the show notes for this episode that you're listening to right now. Head over there, click on the link. And if you've missed the time that it has gone out, which is Tuesday around lunchtime in Australia, East Coast Australia time, do not fear because that link will also take you to the place where you can read the newsletter and all of the previous ones as well, anything you've missed. And also, sign up for the future ones so all is not lost if you miss it dropping into your inbox on Tuesday. All right let's get into this week's book. This book was gifted to me by my friends at Major Street Publishing. It's got a fantastic name. I was quite looking forward to reading this one. I'm not a numbers person uh, by Dr. Selena Fisk who I'll tell you a little bit more about in a moment. Let's get into the book. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book, a little bit about the author and then of course as usual I haven't forgotten this book the three big ideas that I took from reading the book. Dr. Selena Fisk is a data storyteller who is passionate about helping others sort through the numbers to tell the real stories and lead positive change. She fiercely advocates for a world in which we are all data informed, not data driven, yet realises that this isn't a skill set that we all have or are confident in. As a data coach and storyteller, she is enthusiastic about building data storytelling skills in others and about building her own understanding of the evolving ways data can support individuals, organisations and communities to flourish and thrive. For her, using data in a way that benefits others is the only way to use it. Almost nothing will accelerate the impact we can have as humans, like being able to see the trends in the numbers and using this information alongside our understanding of context to inform decisions. And that's taken from Selena's website, selenafisk.com. A link to this is in the show notes. A little bit about the book. A practical and fascinating guide from leading data experts, Dr. Selena Fisk teaches us how to make informed decisions using the numbers around us so that we can work smarter and live better. Data is everywhere. Smartwatches track our steps and our heart rate. Social media platforms recommend people we might know and products we might like. 
lots of those happening on my Instagram at the moment. And map applications suggest when we should leave home depending on the traffic. From organising your home budget and understanding social media metrics to running a side hustle or a multinational multi-million dollar organisation, having a mindset of but I'm not a numbers person is no longer helpful or accurate. I'm not a numbers person takes us through the why of data, the types of data we often see and use in life and work and the key areas of data literacy, which is the understanding the data and what it all means and data visualization, which is where we make the data look beautiful in tables, graphs and other visuals. Whether you're a solopreneur, a small business owner, an emerging leader or in an executive leadership role, this book is a must have guide to the understanding the data and making decisions in the 21st century. And that's taken from the Major Street, which is the publisher of this book, majorstreet.com.au, their website. Link, as usual, is in the show notes. Okay, let's get into the three big ideas. Big idea number one is not just the dollars. When I first picked up this book, I assumed it was going to be a lot more about the finances, the finance side of businesses, of home, of life, whatever it is that we are attributing some dollar signs to. However, on pretty much the first page, that that assumption that I had was dispelled. And of course, numbers and financials and things like that get a mention, but it goes way beyond that. Data literacy and the data that Selena is talking about is the stuff that is all around us. Everything from the dollars, of course, to the SEO stats on your website, your Google Analytics, your podcast listeners, your staff turnover, the clicks on a job ad and a myriad of other stuff. In short, data is everywhere. We're dripping in it and we're not very good at always using it or making the most of it. Early in the book, Selena looks at the levels of data use versus impact. This is the types of data users that might exist in the world. So first of all, you start off with your unconscious user. And these people have no idea of the data around us. They're probably a bit old school and just have no concept of the data that is being gathered, how it's being used. You then move up to conscious, so moving along that, uh, that data use and impact. You then move up to the conscious user. The conscious user may have quite a lot of fear. They've heard horror stories about data breaches and things like that, all these bad things happening, and they're pretty suspicious and might take some strange or make some strange decisions about they, that what they think is protecting their data but might not actually be particularly accurate. Next up, you've got the the casual user. They they have an awareness to an extent, but they can't really articulate or explore or interrogate the relationship between different types of data. So the example Selena gives in the book is that they might be able to tell you kind of how a graph is moving, like you can see that something's going up or something's going down, but they'd get a bit muddled and stumble around a little bit if you ask them to maybe talk about some different scenarios or why those are happening or the relationship between some other data. The fourth level is an aware user. So this this type of user is starting to develop an understanding and is able to interrogate and interpret data in different ways. Moving up again, you've got your active user. They're using data insights to inform what they're doing. And then finally, at the top level of the data use and the impact of that data is the reflective user. They're refining and adjusting regularly. They're tweaking things. They're able to interpret stuff. They're able to see trends and bring different elements of data in and and use it in the context of which it's intended. So those are the six levels again. So unconscious, conscious, casual, aware, active and reflective. Ultimately, we want our decisions to be data informed, not data driven. Data informed decisions consider the world and the context around the data rather than just blindly following the numbers. And to do this, we need to make data our friend from all over our businesses. 
Now, whether you're running your own business, maybe you're working somewhere, this is equally as important. It's hugely important. If you're working in an organization, whether you're leading a team, you're part of a team, you absolutely need to understand the broader context and impact of your work, your department's work, your team's work, and be able to articulate and challenge that, especially as you get more senior. This is becoming, and probably actually already is, a real expectation of leaders to be able to understand the the impact of the numbers, the data, everything it is of the work that they are doing. So that's big idea number one, it's not just the dollars. Big idea number two is make a plan. One of the main ideas in this book is about having a more structured plan and approach for your data. You can do this as a team to uplift the literacy for all, which I quite like the idea of. And Selena suggests making a list or actually more of a table of all the data you have access to or you have available to you in your organization. You might think then about what bits of of data inform your work or inform you, and then ranking them into order of importance, noting the relevance for each bit, which bits are relevant to which parts of work maybe, and then using these to improve your literacy. So thinking, starting to think about how are those numbers or those bits of data calculated? Where do they come from? Where's their origin? What drives them going up, down, sideways, whatever it is? What is a good or a bad number or result in those different elements of data? And how do we or you or your team influence those figures, those numbers, those trends? This plan can then help you better create, measure, communicate, analyze and understand the available data and maybe work work out where extra data would be helpful, could be needed or you need to actually access from somewhere else, either in the business, in a system or actually trying to create altogether. So having this structured approach is really important for building the, the data literacy of you and your team. So that's big idea number two, make a plan. Finally, big idea number three is get trendy. One of the most important elements of effective data use is data storytelling. And this is the thing that Selena is really passionate about. Part of communicating data is to have an impact and for it to help you decide what to do next. To do all of this, you need to find trends. There's not one way to find trends in a set of data, but Selena has five key principles that could really overlay whatever data you're looking at. Number one is to recognize unique lenses. So bring other people in. What date? What might they interpret in a trend or some data or a, an overview that you might not or other people might not? The second principle is to use multiple data sets. The answer rarely sits in one place and we need to be practicing triangulation, which is looking at multiple different sets of data to add color, to add context, to add reliability into the data you are looking at and make sure it all makes sense when you put it all together rather than just looking at one piece on its own. Principle number three is to zoom in and out. So look at things like averages, but then zoom into the detail because that might tell you a different story that an average might not because it oversimplifies. It's useful to an extent because it can show you trends over time and it can show you what's what maybe is driving different things, but the detail will show you some interesting other things in terms of the makeup of that data. Principle number four is to cut white noise. This is about filtering out data and using your data plan in order to decide what data you actually don't need to look at for the particular piece of work or particular piece of analysis or data storytelling that you are doing. Some teams, she says, get a bit frightened about this because they want to manage their risk and they're like, oh, well, if we ignore that, what if there's something in there? But you have to avoid this FOMO. And having been through your data plan properly and doing that well means that you'll have a really, you'll have a lot more comfort in choosing which data to look at and which data to partially ignore or ignore altogether for certain situations. Finally, 
The fifth principle is to minimize errors in thinking. This is making sure that you're not getting sucked into different biases when you're looking at the data. If you really want the answer to be one thing, are you looking for the answer to be that thing? Kind of whatever the data says. So making sure that you are aware of some of those biases. And this is where actually bringing in other people is really helpful as well, because they'll say, well, hang on, no, that's not that's not the case at all. Look, here's all the evidence in the contrary to what you think it says or what maybe you want it to say or not. So there's the five principles for finding trends. So recognizing unique lenses, using multiple data sets, zooming in and out, cutting the white noise and minimizing errors in thinking. Once you've done all of this and you've decided if you're exploring or explaining with your data analysis and storytelling you're doing, you can start to cut through the data and work out the story it's telling you. And then obviously go forth and tell that story to others as well. So that's big idea number three, get trendy. So again, three big ideas from the book, I'm Not a Numbers Person by Dr. Selena Fisk. Big idea number one, it's not just the dollars. Big idea number two, make a plan. And big idea number three, get trendy. The main part of this book is only 160 pages. So you're not gonna be pouring over this book for months and months on end, trying to understand it. It's packed full of information. Selena is obviously a real master of this content and, and the subject matter. And you can tell her real passion and interest in it, you know, just from her bio, but also in some of the stories and examples in the book as well of how she's helped clients and people that she's worked with, with tackling some of this, particularly where people have missed that really important part of the context of what's happening in an organization, in a market, in an industry, in the world, rather than just what the numbers are telling them. One thing I would say about this book, if you're quite a visual person, if, if you really need quite technical things such as you know, intricacies of data and how to analyze data explained through visuals, this may not be the book for you. This is quite a text heavy book, which I think is a, a bit of a missed trick on, on this one in particular, because there's huge opportunity for this type of information to be presented in a really visual way, particularly given the, the topic around data visualization. So I'd say if you would struggle to read a lot of content and text about this topic, this might not be the book to read, but you could look at some of Selena's other work. She's got some webinars and uh, some other content on her website that might be worth looking at and obviously maybe having a chat with her instead. So there we go, episode 173, done and dusted with I'm Not Numbers Person. If you've read this book, if you've been reading something else good recently, let me know, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me using the usual channels, Instagram at Steph's Biz Bookshelf, give me a little follow, or on LinkedIn, you can just find me at Steph Clark, Clark with an E on the end. And as usual, the links for both of those are at the bottom of the show notes. Scroll on down, click those, and let's connect. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading. <laughs>